0: Recorded live. Um, Remember how you asked me if there is if there is any reason why I might not be able to marry you? Uh, And I told you I wouldn't keep any secrets from you.
1: Don't know what. What what do you call me at work to tell me this?
0: Um, I'm not really interested in certain things with you, physically.
1: Well, it's never seemed to be a
2: problem before. What meaning? Okay, go ahead. Um. I want you to get a penile implant.
0: I need you to get a penile implant. <laughs>
2: no, I'm serious. Me?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: Look who's talking. What do you? Me? You. Yeah, for, for, for what?
2: I can't get married without it.
0: I can't get married without it. Men like women with breast implants. What's the problem? Well. Well, what? I need a throbber. I need a throbber, honey. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> uh-uh.
2: I, you do.
0: You. Honey, I went and called the doctor, and I have him on the line. Would you at least just talk to him for me?
2: Oh, <laughs> yes. Good morning, John. Good, good, good morning. How are you? Um, uh, John, this is nothing to be embarrassed about. I've been doing yeah, this. That is. Well, uh, let me just tell you a little bit about myself. I've been doing this for fourteen years. Can <laughs> you get one? I. Well. <laughs> Let okay. No, so I've been doing this on on uh, men of uh, diminutive size. Diminutive,
1: but like again, this is the first time I've heard that.
2: Diminutive. Well, uh, that may be so, but uh, denying your tiny size won't help Stephanie at all. Now yeah. I'm in denial. Okay, doctor. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is this is all kind of funny. It's a relatively painless procedure. We slice the penis down the middle. Hello? Oh, uh, yeah. We slice the penis down the middle. We stuff <laughs> some it some kind of joke? No. We stuff it with a rubber balloon, which has a hose, which comes out that you can keep in your pocket discreetly. Uh, it's just the hose has a little bulb at the end of it, much like when you get your blood pressure taken. Okay. You just keep that in your pocket. And when you're ready to uh, be the size of a real man... You give it several squeezes, and it will.
1: It will it's the way you say things, doctor. I'm sorry? kind of funny.
2: It's, it's the way you see things. When I'm ready to be a real man, that's kind of cool. The size of a real man. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Uh, and, by the way, don't worry about the pain. We uh, will inject your penis with four shots of Novocaine first. Oh, God. <laughs> Sometimes we do three or two shots because, frankly, there isn't enough. Real estate for the teeny fellows to get four shots in.
1: (laughs) This is just crazy. I mean, how much does something like this cost?
2: (laughs) $5,000. You know, Steph, for four, we could get those boobs worked on.
0: No, thank you. I'd rather work on you.
2: I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and hang up. uh, And then, Stephanie, if you decide you want to uh, take this further, uh, go ahead and give me a call, Okay. Okay. Hey, Steph. Yeah. Is it just you? Uh,
0: yeah, it is. <laughs> John, are you going to do it for me? <laughs> of course not. Well, if you're not going to do it, then I really think we have to think twice about this wedding.
1: <laughs> well, then, you know what? I wouldn't need to think twice. Okay. You can just go ahead and spin yourself into a circle. All thing right. All
2: right. All right. Wait.
3: Well, fine, then. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute.
2: <laughs> Hello. John! John. Yes. John. Hello, John. Doctor. John. <laughs> John. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> All right. It's name, right. Shelley and Chainsaw Radio Show. <laughs> <laughs> Joe calling yeah, from KGB in San Diego,
4: California. You
3: know what I? You know,
4: I I knew you love, were the doctor. I knew love, yeah, I love chainsaw. I can't believe that I let that. Oh man! I
2: knew you were the doctor. <laughs> That's why I called you doctor. <laughs> It's, it's how you use it. Excuse me? I need a throbber. Yes. Yeah.
0: I need a throbber, honey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I knew you were a doctor. If you really want to scare, check, check out his underwear.
2: So the plumbing's not perfect. A little care, a little
3: imagination, and it's gonna be great. Dr. Hard,
2: Dr. Hal, Dr. Hard.
5: Before we
6: bring out our headline act here at the Giggle and Bristle, the management has asked me to remind you the big clam infection seems to be lit. <laughs> and the chef has prepared them tonight in a festering milky cream sauce, so eat them up!
3: <laughs> mm. All right. Now,
6: ladies and gentlemen, won't you put your hands together for a headline act all the way from Burlington, Iowa, the management of Burl's giggle and Bristle is delighted
2: to present. Zippy, the <laughs> ventriloquist, an and his caustic foul mouth dummy, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. thank you, thank you. Right. Well, thank you. Oh, uh, well, that, that's nice, sir. Uh, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> nice to see you. Where are you from? Okay, super. Well, hey, well, well, Bobby, it sure is nice to be here in downtown Ramona, huh? Yeah, right.
3: Hey, Zippy, what does a Polak
2: bride get on her wedding night that's long and hard? Oh, gee, Bobby, uh, I don't know. A new last name. <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh,
2: wow, I can see those uh, sensitivity training courses really helped out a lot there, Bobby. <laughs> Dippy. <laughs> you know what it says
3: in front of all the <laughs> Bobby the Mannequin Overcome with Emotion.
2: <laughs> you know what it says in front of all the Polacks? urinals?
3: Oh, gee, Bobby, I, I sure don't.
2: Please don't eat the big white mince! Fuck <laughs> you! Oh, 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 Bobby, you're such You're such a little character. Hey, Zippy, did you hear what the Polak said when he walked into the bar with a handful of dog crap? Uh, no. What did he say? He said, whoa, look at what I almost stepped
3: in. (laughs) 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 Hey, all right, I've had just about enough of you, you smart-mouthed little
4: freak. I happen to be Polish. And even I enjoy a
3: joke from time to time. But you've rocked the line here tonight.
2: Oh, please, sir. Uh, don't be offended. Uh, they're just jokes, and we don't. Hey, you stay out of this debate. This is between me and that little guy on your knees. Hey, hey, Mr.
3: Pollock. Watch it there, shorty. How do you keep a Pollock in suspense? Uh, I don't know. How?
7: Thank you.
2: You heard in america they say it's nine o'clock you know where your kids are in russia they say it's nine o'clock you know where your husband is in france they say it's nine o'clock you know where your wife is but in poland they say it's nine o'clock do you know what time
3: this is thank you yeah yeah all right but what about that suspense joke (laughs) what's the punchline
2: Well, sir, the verbal assault and insults continued for well over an hour until finally Zippy folded an anxious and still wise-cracking Bobby into his box. Okay, Bobby, uh, here we go. Back into the box. Back into the box for another night. Okay, Zippy, but before I go, did you hear they had to close the Polish National Library? Uh, No, Bobby, uh,
4: I sure didn't. Uh, Now,
2: listen, if you go here. Yeah, someone stole the book! later, Bobby and Zippy were having a beer at the bar, kind of winding down, you know, decompressing from the adrenaline rush of the big show. (laughs) Yeah. Boy, oh, boy, Bobby. Hey, you sure were funny tonight, little guy. Thanks, Zippy. Hey, I think I'll go train the lizard. Uh, What were you waiting for? Want to take your hand out of my ass first? (laughs) Oh, sorry. And so little Bobby toddled off to the men's room, and it was then that Zippy noticed the large, muscle-bound Polish fellow who'd been offended by the jokes he got up and followed Bobby into the men's room.
4: Uh-oh, I sure hope
2: there won't be any trouble. Ah, oh, gee whiz, Bobby made that fella awfully mad tonight. But within a minute or two, Bobby returned and hopped back up on Zippy's hand. Woo!
3: <laughs> hey, hold your cocktail with your other hand from now on, will ya? Oh,
2: gosh, Bobby, I was sure worried about you little fella. I noticed that big Polish fellow who didn't like your jokes followed you right there into the men's room. I thought maybe he'd start something. Oh, yeah, he did! I was just standing there draining some sap when he he comes in and pulls a razor on me. A razor? Are you all right? Oh, yeah. Fortunately for me, there was no place for him to plug it in.
5: On this day in history, one of baseball's
2: most celebrated moments, April 8, 1974, Hall of Famer Hank Aaron broke the record that many believed could not be broken, Babe Ruth's career record of 714 home runs. And naturally, I was there with the broadcast call, along with my partner, the legendary Buck Bicep. Let's roll tape. Henry Aaron at the plate. Now everybody making a big deal about him possibly breaking Babe Ruth's record, Buck, but frankly, I don't see what the fuss is about.
4: Well, oh, I guess they figure it's
2: a milestone could be a landmark or something. Yeah, well, my father never missed a day at the lumber mill for twenty-eight years and nobody gave him a parade. So pardon me if I don't get too excited about it. I mean, don't get me wrong, Henry's a nice guy and a great player, but it's a kid's game after all. Come on. All right. Here's the pitch to Henry. Hang on, cookie. The umpire said
3: something down there. Oh, you're right,
2: Buck. That's a foul ball. Tell one, on the count Henry. Then, of course, two pitches later, Aaron hit the homer. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, my friend. How are you, buddy? I'm
4: doing great. What's going on? The number one fan right here. Congratulations on the move back to the big 1015 KGB down there. You made the switch.
2: How about the Hogan Brothers? Are oh, they brothers? the Hogan
4: Brothers are with you. Are you kidding me? We made the switch. We bought a new radio, and we
2: welded it into 1015. <laughs> my friend, you are safe at the muffler shop. Are you know, at the muffler shop right now? Yeah, you know
4: the muffler shop. Hogan Brothers muffler shop. Mm-hmm. For 27 years, no muff, too tough. Jimmy Hogan, Logan Hogan, Eddie Hogan. Oh, yeah, the Hogan Brothers. Let me talk to Jimmy. Ah,
2: they're in the can right now. All three of uh, them. We a, yeah, we got a three-holder back right there. All wow. three. You are a trouble-naked Let, right uh, Let me talk to Logan Hogan. Let me talk to Logan Hogan. You want to talk to Logan Hogan? Give him a holler. Tell him he's got a phone hey, call. Logan,
7: you got a phone call. <laughs> I can't talk
2: to him right now. <laughs> All right. I can't talk to him right now. No, that was you saying I can't talk <laughs> to him right now. That was you oh, saying come that. come on. Can't you tell the difference? <laughs> Logan, he wants to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, come on. i got a feeling you're pulling something over. Ah, well, I, I know one thing I ain't pulling. I'm uh, selling <laughs> evidence of the Nixon administration. Pretty uh, i pretty free with that I information. I've uh, never told you that before, but no. geez, Louise. Sorry, you got your big gay radio down there today. Huh? Yeah,
2: big gay radio
4: El- today. Yeah, big gay. Yeah, you got K-Gay. Ruthie
2: doing a great job down there. At right. Big Ellen show last night. She's a pretty good-looking broad for a big hockey player-looking lesbian broad down there.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And that Lorna Doone
4: broad, the lesbian broad Ellen was flirting with, what's her name? name was Lorna Dern. Yeah, it's a good thing Ellen and her didn't go bumping boxes, because Ellen would have crushed oh. her like a bag of twigs. Oh,
2: gee.
3: Hey, Lorna gee. Dune,
4: eat some donuts over there.
3: Oh. Her
2: shadow weighs more than she does. She's skinny. If that broad walked into a pool hall, she'd get chalked
4: on a broad down there. He's a bag of donuts over here. Put Logan Hogan on the phone right now. Uh, Logan, he wants
2: to talk to you real, real bad. Love it. I guess this is Logan Hogan. Logan, how you doing? I tried. Everything come out okay? Uh, yes, thank you. How's Earl doing down what there? What does he do hard. anyway? Well, he sits out of the office yeah, Just takes up space. Uh, yeah, he sits yeah. out of the rearranges the magazine. Have we yeah. talked about any of his personal problems? No, he does not. Uh, he's shared with us that he has
1: uh, some sort of uh, plumbing difficulty downstairs, but uh, he really doesn't like to go
2: into it that much here in the shop. I'm <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Well, I. Is this David? Yes, it we is. We really enjoy Who's it. this? This is Logan Hogan. Let me talk to Jimmy. Yeah. Put Jimmy Hogan on the phone. <laughs> I don't think the uh, Hogan brothers are prepared for this. Put Jimmy Hogan on the phone right now. (laughs) Put Jimmy Hogan on the phone. Let me me look down the list here. (laughs) uh, All
3: right, Eddie, let me
2: talk to Eddie Hogan. (laughs) All right, Eddie, come here. Bail me out over here. (laughs) (laughs) We <laughs>
3: the
7: Good
2: morning, John. Good morning, David. Most embarrassing thing. Your mom ever did to you? She uh, laughs in like uh, Arnold Horshack with big, great gasping, breaths, kind of in between, a <laughs> total silence. Oh, we've got to call her. If, if you can get her to go, it's, it'll be pretty good taste. Oh, we've got to go. <laughs> All right, let's dial her up. Where are we going?
4: Uh, New York, Long Island.
2: Okay, don't tell her that uh, that we're listening in, okay? Okay. Just dial her up and see if you can get her to laugh, okay? Okay. What's her name? June. June. Lovely. Hello? Oh, Ma, how you doing? What's the matter? Nothing. I wanted to call and tell you a funny story. Oh, okay. So so this morning I'm, I'm hanging out. There once out. was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> I'm hanging out with the kids, right? Right. And, uh, and she says to me, uh, uh, I want to watch Willy Wonka. And I said, you want to watch it again? She says, yeah, Daddy. I don't know every single line.
7: Ah!
2: Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh is that great or what, I'm well, oh glad that's great. Keep going, John. That's, that's it. Marvelous. i got to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> it just kills me every day. So the other day we're, we're, we're playing on the bed, right? Tino's crawling around, and uh, he starts to get close to the edge, and she grabs him, and she says, no, 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 if you fall off the bed, you bang your head and your brains will spill all over the place.
3: <laughs> 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 I tell you, you're really in trouble. You're going to be getting it back.
2: My God, John, you're absolutely right. That's
3: beautiful. You're
2: absolutely right, John. Can we talk to, can we all talk to her yeah. now? Babe? Good morning, June.
3: Good morning. How Thank are June. you? I'm great. How are you? June.
2: Yes. I have a question for you.
3: Yes.
2: We uh we're we're doing a little uh contest here with John, okay? Right. It's very simple. He has a lot of prizes that he can win if you give the right answer. Uh oh. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. We asked John what's the most embarrassing thing your mom ever did? Yeah. He gave us an answer. Ah,
3: God, I don't know.
2: All right, I'll give you a clue. Uh. There. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, <my> <laughs>
7: Are
2: you okay, hon? You yeah, yeah. got me a speakerphone or something? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Have you, have you figured out what the answer is? Yeah, my love. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm David, I gotta tell you. It's, it's simply a source of endearment now. It's not really embarrassing. No, it's just cute. It's, it's just cute. It's adorable. And now after almost <laughs> forty years of marriage, if you if you meet my father as soon as you hear my mother laugh in front of him, the first words out of his mouth will be, of course, you know, I didn't know about that laugh <laughs> uh, I love that. <laughs> she still doesn't quite get what's going on, Dave. What? We've been on the radio here in San Diego. What radio? KGB in San Diego.
3: Calling from oh. Lawrenceville oh, Village up in North Northport <laughs>
6: <laughs> Oh
2: yes, and how's the little girl? <laughs> 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 just the other night, which incidentally put three cotton farms in Mississippi out of business just to sew together.
3: <laughs> She's a large woman, though. So know. Fortunately. I'm not as big as Adele Heimlich, yeah. well,
2: you much. Really I've, go. uh, I've no. still got my girlish figure. Oh, <laughs> girlish? Yes. Uh, ghoulish. So the other night at dinner, I got a little frisky. you know? Keep it to yourself. No, so, the cat food again? Just so, keep it to yourself. So, uh, no. I reached down and yanked out my
3: depend. Oh, <laughs> <I was> <laughs> over. Uncle Chester, right there, at the dinner table door. <laughs> Jeez, why are you doing this to
2: me? Oh, oh. everybody, in the sports world. Yesterday at the Coliseum, the Padres and Red Reds were locked on a 4-4 tie in the bottom of the 10th when the legendary Arky Sinfraco came up to the plate with Derek Lee at second, and as usual, I was there along with my broadcast partner, Buck Bicep, with the broadcast call. All right. Winning run at second base. The base hit right now from Arky Sinfraco will win the game. You gotta figure he'll choke Buck Bicep after all. He's filling in for Ken Caminiti. The pressure will make him whiff. What kind of name is Arky Sintrako anyway? I think it's or a giant racer.
4: A pole racer, Italian, or one of them, Cookie.
2: Ah, whatever. Arky Schmarky. Hurry up and get out so a real batter can give it a try. <laughs> All right. Here's the pitch.
3: <laughs> He's
2: and Skeeter. Festus and Skeeter, who'd been up in the hills prospecting for gold, pretty near 25 years now, with not so much as a nugget to show for their efforts. And now, down to just a couple of sluice and pans and their trusted mule, Eeyore, they were facing a pretty serious situation. In fact, it'd been three days since their last meal, and the fellers were on the brink of starvation. And as they looked at each other, they knew that there was only one thing to do. Skeeter, Oh, besties! Not that! Oh, oh, food! Food! Oh, uh, I'm talking oh, my God. food here! Uh, hey, I reckon that their narrator, Feller, is right. Yeah, eh?
4: yeah,
2: we have to put our tinkling body pleasures aside and concentrate on getting us a hot meal. I reckon you're right there, festus. Just how do you expect to get us a hot meal? The two stood looking at each other, looking at each other with their donkeys standing between them. Their luscious, lip-smacking, delicious-looking donkey. Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> we can't eat your. Well, I'd rather eat my own leg than eat poor Eeyore here. <laughs> hey, okay, makes me no never mind, said Justice, <laughs> sharpening his knife. Oh, So which one do you want me to take off, your right or your left leg? <laughs> oh, now, just wait a minute Hey, Hold on. Maybe a nice-tasted donkey fricassee would hit this spot. And so, sadly, the boys agreed to shoot poor Eeyore and then feast on his roasted flesh. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Eeyore took that kind of heart. Yeah. Not to mention poor Skeeter. (laughs) (laughs) Poor, poor ER. (laughs) Eeyore. I just raised him from a pump, I did. (laughs) I'll never forget how he used to keep me company that summer when my pa died from the fever. Why, if it wasn't for Eeyore's gentle spirit and sooner coming, I don't know how I'd get through that. <laughs> hey, Mr. Smith, what are you doing I'm loading my 12 gauge? What does it look like? Here, moron, use my pistol. You pump a load of 12 gauge into this animal, we'll be scraping donkey face off of our clothes for a week. Besides, the brains make for the yummiest gravy. Oh. Yeah. Okay, sir. <laughs> whatever you say. Ready? The two looked at the donkey and prepared for the grisly task. One, two, wait! Out, out a minute! I got it, there's something. And with that, Skeeter scrambled down underneath the donkey's belly and for some reason grabbed firmly a hold of his donkey. Flugelhorn! And right then, right there under the donkey, started furiously yanking away. Hey, there we go. Hey, what are you doing down there? Never mind that. You just get ready. And when I say shoot, you blast them. Come on now. Yeah, that's right. Get up and get ready. Almost there. Come on now. Oh, that feels good, don't it? Almost ready. Come on. Hang on a second now. Now. No!
7: Shoot now! <laughs> <laughs>
2: donkey dropped like a sack of dead donkeys. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Thanks
2: for lightning the blow. <laughs> but by the happy look on the donkey face and the monstrous throbber he sported, oh, golly. it was apparent that the donkey died, a mighty happy donkey. And as Skeeter scrambled to his feet, Festus patted him on the back in consolation and offered, Skeeter boy, that was your right kindly thing you did. Giving that donkey a good old yank job before we got him killed him? He ain't happy, he did. But Skeeter corrected his friend. I wasn't trying to do him a favor. He said, pointing at the dead donkey throbber. I was just trying to get us an extra three pounds of meat. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> now that's the Get
3: you going, man.
2: Good morning, Bob. Good morning. How are you, buddy? Pretty good. Are you ready?
5: I'm
2: ready. Bob. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Bob. up, douche? Need some of your mom's underwear, Bob. <laughs> What's mom's name, Bob? Irma. Irma. <laughs> Irma's boy, Bob. 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 <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right, here we go. Good luck, Bob. Hello. Mom this? is Bob. Oh, hi. Bob. Oh, no. <laughs> Say it's Bob. Do me a favor. Uh huh. I need to borrow a pair of underwear. What? I need to borrow a pair of your underwear. What are you talking about? Your underwear. <laughs> I'm fixing my truck. My hands are greasy. I need to borrow a pair of underwear. All mine's in the wash. All mine. I don't have any. I need to borrow a pair of yours. All right. Do you have any furry ones? Do you have any furry ones? Bobby. What? what? Bob. <laughs> do you have any furry ones, Mommy? No furry ones? Mommy. Huh? Do you have any furry ones? Bobby. Mommy. What this? you think? I need your underwear. <laughs> you need a pair underwear.
6: Ah,
2: Bob, quit missing. Bob. I'm not. I'm serious. My hands are greasy. I don't, I can't get my truck all dirty. Come on, Mommy. Come on, Mommy. Who
6: is
2: this? <laughs> Bobby. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: I want to borrow some underwear.
2: Tell her I'm all out of underwear. <laughs> I'm all out of underwear into 20
4: years.
6: God damn it, Bobby.
2: <laughs> Mommy. Are you messing around? Do you have any furry ones? I
6: don't understand the call. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. You're messing
2: around. Do you have any furry underpants?
6: Aren't you? Mom. Um, you're messing around. Mom. Oh, okay. Ma. my hands
2: are greasy.
6: He wants some of my underwear. Furry ones. <laughs> this doesn't make sense.
2: Say furry. Furry. I mean furry one. I don't
6: have a furry underwear. How about lacy?
2: How about lacy one? I
6: only have cotton. How
2: about crotchless, ma? Well, come
6: over and get it.
2: <laughs> come on, Bob. How about you're
6: crotchless? My, you're messing with my mind. No, I don't do that with you. How about, how about well, I don't care. Come and get them then. How about crotchless, mom? Yeah,
2: crotchless.
6: I don't, Bobby. I don't use crotchless underwear. All right. All right we'll get the scissors out and cut the crotchless. <laughs> okay. Cut it out for me. What? i
2: about cut out the crotch for me.
6: God damn it.
2: You're
6: making me mad now. Mom. You're making
2: me mad. Mom. Bob, repeat after me. Mom. Bobby. Mom. Bob. 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 <laughs> I'll be over to get him. Okay. Come cut the crotch home. out, mom. Make <laughs> sure the crotch is cut out for me. <laughs> <laughs>
6: you getting nasty, God damn it. <laughs> 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 you're around. Bye, you getting nasty. Bye, mommy. Come over and have some coffee with me. Say what? bye, mommy. Come over and have some coffee.
2: Okay, coffee Can and underwear, mom. You? I want my hands in the panties. I'll have coffee. <laughs> bye, mom. Bye, mom. Mom.
6: Come
2: and have some coffee. Mom's talking you down, Bob. (laughs) It's work. Hang on. All right. Don't get nasty with me, Bobby. (laughs) God damn it. I can't believe he has those uncrossed underwear. Oh, my God. Come to my room right after dinner. No, not tonight. I'm too tired. I think I'm going to turn in early.
3: I'll let you wear my underwear. I'll be there.
7: Children,
5: I wanted to give you a chance to tell me what it is specifically
2: about our radio program that you've you've found so distasteful.
4: Well, uh, I think basically that card says it well. I think uh, Catholics, uh, uh, I don't think you would do this to uh, Jews or, or other minority groups. or. Would it make it feel better if we did? Yeah, I would okay. That'd be fine. Do it to uh, to all these other people, well, Negroes, uh, especially the people that have a you know have uh, been you know will maybe rise up and burn the town down. Now you, you include the Negroes and uh, you would prefer that we would we we would everybody do everybody. Did you hear today's show? No, no, huh? Miss today's show. Okay, have you ever listened?
2: Uh, no, I haven't. Uh-huh. So you you think I'm a hate monger? You're dismayed. You write all these hateful things about me and uh, the people who work with me here, even though you've never, ever heard our show. Now, do you think Absolutely
4: that's Absolutely trust the, the, the church. Uh, uh... Let me
2: help you to something, sir. Uh-huh. Since you've never listened to the show yet choose to critique it, it's I, not uh, about Catholicism. It has nothing to do with the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church has never once been mentioned on this show, except for the times when the Catholic Church starts hate mail campaigns
4: against us. You're a double-talking liar.
2: Well, you're an ignoramus. You
4: are a double-talking liar. Are you are. Well, am I? You are <laughs> a <laughs> double-talking Sir? liar. Can I ask you, ask you something? You are now? a Sorry. double-talking liar. You gutless <laughs> scum. The last words from Jesus on the Cross. <laughs> you are <laughs> double-talking liar. Gutless, yeah. Yeah. Would so you like you some tickets to go you see know, Boston? That that <laughs> on this phone call, that you're, you're gutless, scum yeah. and double-talking How talking did we liar.
3: prove that?
4: I have told you, and I won't re- repeat it again. I won't be, uh, you will. I, I'm people listen, they hear again, they think they're going to twist this, you're gutless scum, double-talking liar. Now, you
2: said you wouldn't I do that will again. No. go
4: out of my way now.
2: Mm, you well, sure you don't want those Boston tickets?
4: Uh, well, no, no, I don't want I'd anything like... from you people at all. If you had a million dollars, I wouldn't want it. Well, God bless you, Mr. Liggett. Okay, same to you.
2: I know you mean that. I do. God double bless talking you, liar. you double-talking scumbag <laughs> yeah, exactly. liar. That's exactly, that's, yeah, that's the closing message. That's in the Bible yeah, that way. Right, exactly. God bless you, God you double-talking liar. Right. Yeah. yeah. Gutless scum. See, see you later. That is the love. Uh,
4: <laughs> oh, I'm dizzy. If
2: you want to be healed, put one hand on your radio. Dave
4: Shelley Chainsaw. Double-talking liars. What? You gutless, gutless scum. A thinker says oh, what? double-talking liar. <laughs> what we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for Dave, Steve. Shelley, and Chainsaw. Oh,
2: holy Hypothesis! And now, more of God's chosen radio show. Dave, Shelley, and Chainsaw! Not listening is a sin. Oh. That means H-E double hockey sticks. So 101 KGB. Our story takes place at the White House. Bill Clinton was in a dither. It was Betty Dither, to be exact. (coughs) One of the hot little numbers from the White House typing pool. But he was upset. His approval numbers were at an all-time low. Taxes were soaring. Congress hated him. Boy, life in the White House sucked hard. Yeah, but Betty Dither sucked hard, too. Thank you. He decided to seek the advice of the only one at the White House who would listen is one, his only true soulmate. The only one who, when the chips were down, would sit patiently as long as it took the commander-in-chief to spill his guts, always listening, never interrupting, always the sympathetic big blue eyes, always there with the attentive ears and look of genuine concern. The only distraction would be the way she would occasionally lean down to her genitals and lick herself. (coughs) Well, you see, Socks, <laughs> 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 if I don't figure out how to lift my approval with the public, I'll be pumping gas come next fall. The president decided to go out for a walk, a retreat to the quiet streets of Washington, D.C., to be alone with his thoughts. The president exited through the rear doors and soon was among the anonymous, faceless souls, wandering the lonely night streets of Washington, D.C., Soon he was at the intersection of E Pluribus Street and Unum Boulevard. And so consumed in his thoughts was the president that he stepped off the curb and into the street without even looking for the traffic which reached speeds of 60 miles an hour at night. But there were no cars, so he crossed <laughs> safely. <land. laughs> president walked on when soon he found himself in front of one of Washington's greatest monuments. Wow. Look it. It's the great big white stick thingy. (coughs) Why, it's, um... It's the, uh... It's the George... That's right, it's the George... Washington... The George Washington... Mountain. It's the George Washington Mountain. It's the George Washington (laughs) Monument, you pea brain. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) The George Washington (laughs) Monument... (laughs) Go. maybe george would know how i could raise my popularity maybe he could help me that's that's it Gooba. Pop in a big rock and see if it talks back <laughs> it. george george you're so wise help me how can i make myself more popular george tell me what do the people want
3: and there was a great crack of thunder skies opened
2: and a thunderous voice boomed. Bill! The people want you to lower the taxes! Bill! No, that won't work. I better move on. Soon he was at the great Jefferson Memorial. Jefferson! Oh, he was brilliant. Jefferson, he was like a genius. The way he moved away from the bunkers up to that big apartment building. Right. we're Oh, <coughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Weezy. Do the side Thomas Jefferson, you chump. Fourth, here believe. Second president of the United Second, States. Sorry. Third, I don't third, know. whatever.
3: Architect of the Declaration of Independence. Whatever.
2: And one of the greatest men who ever led this country. Oh, well, how about it, Tom? People hate me. My popularity's in the crapper. Tell me, Tom, what do the people want? Bill! The great voice boomed. Bill! The people, they want you to lower the taxes. No, 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 they'd hate that. There's one thing I know, is that the people don't want lower taxes. Shoot. And so Albert Einstein moseyed onward, <laughs> and soon he was at the great Lincoln Memorial! The President looked up at the great statue in awe! Say! I've seen you somewhere before!
3: Yes, Phil! I am Abraham! No,
2: wait, wait, wait! Don't tell me! What want to figure it out for myself! Was it Love Connection? No! <laughs> <laughs> Was not America's Funniest Home Video? No! But I love that show. (laughs) I know. You're on the nickel. No!
4: Jefferson got the nickel. I got stuck with the penny. The most hated coin in history. You're walking down the street and you see a nickel. You stop. You
2: pick it up and put it in your pocket. You see a penny. You step around it like some kind of dog turd. (laughs) Nice honor, huh?
4: Well, still, I think it's a nice picture. Really, do you?
2: They got my right side, and it shows that weird Aaron Neville tumor thing on my cheek. The two presidents <laughs> chatted for a while and then got down to brass tacks. So, so Bill, what brings you
4: here to me tonight?
2: Well, Gabe...
4: No, 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 it's Dave. It's oh. Abe. There's no G.
2: Sorry. It's the people, Abe. Eh? They hate me. I went to see Washington, and he told me to lower tax. Washington! <laughs> That wig-wearing, wooden, tooth-chewing, pompous old windbag? Oh. I heard he's gay, you know. (laughs) Well, I went to see Jefferson and I asked him what the people want. He said, the people want lower taxes. Bill, Bill, Bill. I know what the people want, and they don't want lower taxes. Clinton dropped to his knees and begged the great Abe Lincoln to tell him the secret. Please, Abe, hey, please. You've got to tell me. What do the people want? Bill! What? The people. They want you to go to the theater. <laughs> God, I love you. I wish we had a fight here in the studio. Oh right wait a minute. Here, <laughs>
7: Stop
5: It
2: <laughs> Didn't mean that Dave, Shelley, and Chainsaw, we've been asking you to tell us the saddest story from Thanksgiving. We do this. It's, a, it's, a, it's an annual tradition now. Yep. Every Monday after Thanksgiving, we get together and we listen to your stories, why your Thanksgiving sucked. And this) from earlier in the show, is Lori's story.
8: Well, um, kind of an interesting Thanksgiving.
2: Tell me about it. Um,
8: <laughs> my grandfather quite often knocks out and falls asleep.
2: Just just falls right asleep.
8: So we're having our Thanksgiving day, and you know how you go in from one room to the other celebrating things. So um, we went out into the backyard and we were talking, and my grandpa was left inside, so my dad helped me to go get him. So I wheel him out. And then we came into the living room, and then my dad told me to wheel him out, so I wheeled him out. And then we wanted to watch family videos, so we went into the TV room, and my, grandpa, my dad asked me to wheel my grandpa in there in case he wakes up.
2: Did you wake him up at any time?
8: No. Right. He's
2: Just wheeling sleepy grandpa around, wait, huh?
8: wheeling sleepy grandpa around. Right. So dinner's ready, and we're setting the table, and my mom asked me to wheel him to the table, so I wheel him to the
3: table. Asleep?
8: Asleep. Come on, wake him up. Well, you know, it's not nice to wake him up, but my mom was planning on waking him up before we started eating anymore.
3: Sure. Um, <laughs> Give him a plate. Hey, Grandpa, welcome back. <laughs> well,
8: he can't, right. he can't eat solid food anymore because oh. of, he's got some denture problems. So my mom made him some turkey soup, and he had this big old bowl of soup in front of him. Right. And we were about to start the toast. So my dad starts nudging him to wake him up, and he just falls over face flat in the soup. Oh. And um, we oh. realized he was dead, though. Oh,
2: oh God. Oh, oh. 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 oh, no. oh God. Oh, you, you killed no. him. Oh, God. Are you rolling him over his oxygen hose? Oh, no. <laughs> Park the chair no. on the hose. Oh, God, it's a threat. It he on. was high. Oh, oh. oh.
8: He was 91 years old, you know, it was his time. So what
2: happened after he's, after everyone figures out he's dead?
8: Well, first, my mom had to get rid of the little kids. So yeah. um, we, we told him Grandpa was just sleeping still. Yeah. And um, we got rid of the kids, and my dad called the ambulance, and, and they, they said, well, the ambulance doesn't really need to come right away because he's already dead. So we had to keep him in the house for a while waiting for the um, ambulance to come because there was some other emergency that was going on, and they were busy. So, um... About an hour and a half later, they come with the paramedics, and he'd gotten stiff already, so they had to wheel him out in his wheelchair. They couldn't put him on the, on the um, board. They, they tried to pull him out of his wheelchair, and he was just stuck in his wheelchair, shaped in the sitting position. The,
2: you know, that's good if they put him, like, on a stretcher.
8: They try- like <laughs> claws
2: sticking up, you know?
8: They, they oh. tried to put him on the, on the stretcher. They tried to pull him out, but he was, he was all stiff.
2: Stick it in there. You yeah. bury him in a coffin like a dishwasher box.
8: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we finally ate. <laughs>
2: you oh. did finally get to have some turkey.
8: We um, we started dinner at 4.30. He fell in the soup. We waited for the ambulance and everything. <laughs> yeah. We finally started eating at
2: 7 o'clock. Oh. Fell in the soup. <laughs> but the good news is there's an extra bowl of soup for anyone who'd like seconds. Oh, did anybody God. dip into grandpa's bowl after that? No. Well, actually, um. the cat. Oh, here you go.
8: we go. We all went into the other room because we didn't want to sit there, and they told us not to move the body. Yeah. So my mom wanted to go into the kitchen and get everybody a glass of water because they were tense and everything.
2: Yeah. Well, you
8: had to oh pass through the din- dining room to get into the kitchen.
2: Where the body was. My uh. cat was
8: licking the soup off his face. <laughs> oh, my oh, yeah. oh, man. Oh, man. My mom started screaming, and my dad and I ran out, and um, the cat was jumping down.
2: Well, uh, Laura, you clearly had the best Thanksgiving story. <laughs> I don't know if it was the best. Oh, it Maybe was. Maybe the worst. It was, it was. It hit every emotion for us. We have for you the Seiko watch, which does it all.
8: Oh, my grandfather would be proud.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> when, is, when is the funeral? Yeah.
8: Actually, it's today. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll be nudging my dad. You know, I won this watch today. so <laughs>
2: Was anybody taking pictures on Thanksgiving?
8: Yeah, there are so many pictures where he's dead in them. In the chair,
2: he's and no one knows. In the
8: chair, and we're, we're laughing, and, and one of the times we were trying to wake him up, but we were telling a joke, and we were all laughing really loud, and my brother's pointing at him,
7: saying, Grandpa, you got to
8: listen to this one. This is a good one. So we got a picture of my brother laughing, pointing at Grandpa, laughing our asses off. Come on, Grandpa, laugh it up. What are you, dead? <laughs> <laughs>
5: The second inning
2: against the Marlins yesterday, Wally Joyner was on third base, and new Padre catcher Mandy Romero was on first. Romero stole second, and Joyner stole home. Everybody was safe. The Padres jump-start what turned out to be a 10-2 to victory. Joyner stole home, one of the rare exciting treats in baseball. You don't see that too often. Not at all. And I was there with my broadcast partner, Hall of Famer Buck Bicep. So I walk
6: up to him and I say, "Hello, Mr. Trebek. I've watched Jeopardy for years now. I love the
2: show, except when you speak French. You know, you know how he does that, Buck." <laughs> Hockey's and Frappo the batter, Mandy Romero on first, Wally Joyner on third. No score, second inning. So Trebek looks at me and says, "Well, he's just trying to educate people, you know." And I say, "Yeah." But, Alex, the category was 60s television shows. <laughs> Who cares if Lorne Green's second wife was named Guinevere? <laughs> just throwing it in there so you can show off your French accent. <laughs> Throw it a second, join of steals home, everybody safe one zip-pod So then, Alex <laughs> turns on his heels and walks off like some kind of Canadian big shot, <laughs> like there is such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> One and two the count and in frapples. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
2: you know, always one of the staples of baseball play-by-play play to weave in the action while telling a fascinating story. Anecdotal. Ah,
5: yeah.
2: Jane, we have a telephone call for you. If you'd pick up on line one there, go ahead. I, I'm calling from Wyckoff, New Jersey, looking for Sir Winston St Clair, NBC sportscaster Bob Costas on the phone, hero of the American people and good chum of the chainsaw here to wish you a happy birthday, Chain. Bobby, how are you, son? Chainsaw, my mentor, my guiding light. You pass yet another milestone, and a nation applauds. <laughs> Wow, that's some small country. (laughs) Hey, Bob, uh, the chain here uh, a week or two ago shared with us the story about how the heir to the Costas lineage has has taken kind of a shining to Sir Winston St. Clair. Is that still current? Uh, It is current and ongoing. The amazing thing was that the appearance of Sir Winston St. Clair, and I don't know how much of a regular he is on the program, but the one in which he spoke with the Deuce Queen. Uh, right. And, 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 Dave, you put a little spin on it to make it sound a little bit more like Wyckoff, New Jersey, than it really is, because I have been in Wyckoff, New Jersey. Yes. W-Y-K-O-F-F. And that is where the Deuce Queen <laughs> enterprise, the Deuce Queen <laughs> dynasty, that is where it's located. Now, that particular episode appears on the greatest Hits CD, which the chainsaw sent to me. I popped it on the car CD played it with young Keith, age 11, in the back seat. By the second time through, he had memorized the entire thing. Oh, now, what this says about the youth of America, or this about is why other show. global powers are chortling <laughs> over the future of competition with this great nation of ours when 11-year-olds have memorized the entire oeuvre <laughs> of Sir Winston St. Clair. Now, you're right. I did stretch the pronunciation a little bit, but, you know, it's that that artistic license that I take, kind of like, you know, when you say it's a home run when really the guy struck out. Kind of the exactly. same thing. <laughs> you, do, you do that once or twice to see, see if anyone's paying attention. <laughs> no one notices. Nobody <laughs> at all. Makes it a more interesting program. Good morning, Dish Queen. This is Sir Winston St. Clair. <laughs> I am the king <laughs> of the douche. <laughs> here, here, is what, here is what Keith Costas <laughs> has taken the saying. If he can catch me off guard, if, if a few weeks go by, and this hasn't come up, then I'll say to him something like, so, where is your game tonight? He'll say, <laughs> I don't even know. We're own domain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: even know. We have our own domain.
2: I was considering writing a book, and I was talking, I was talking with a fellow who might collaborate with me on the book, And he happened to be in the car one time when I punched up this CD. And after a day of being unable to come up with a title, he suggested the title should be, I
7: am the king of (laughs) (laughs)
2: Gooseville! Another another one, another great rejoinder. Keith Keith Costas arrives home and goes, Dad, Dad, where are you? And I say, I'm in the garage. And he says, what in
5: heaven's
2: name are you doing there? <laughs> I am the king of doomsdays! <laughs> Gomer, Floyd, and Barney were all driving through the rural back roads of Mayberry County one day when, quite unexpectedly,
7: all
2: the engine gave out on them. Now, Gomer got out, and after several minutes of fidgeting and tinkering, the group decided to walk on up the road before it got dark. Well, sir, it wasn't long before it was quite evident that our friends were lost. Floyd and Gomer were visibly disturbed by that predicament, and it was fortunate indeed for them both that they were accompanied by seasoned lawman Bernard P. Fife, who laughed in the face of danger, scoffed at the threat of menace, and snickered at the very hint of trouble. We're all going to die out here! <laughs> Floyd and Gomer, and Floyd remarked, Oh, jeez, look who, he put his pads again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, looky up there, you guys. And sure enough, just at the top of the road was an old farmhouse, and there was a light in the window. Boy, oh, boy, I'll bet there's a nice dinner cooking on the stove. Yeah, and I'll bet there's a cozy, comfy bed we could sleep in. Ooh, and I just hope there's a, a hot farmer's daughter uh, I can bag. <laughs> And so the three walked right up, rang the bell. (laughs) And after a moment or two, a scraggy-faced, shabbily-dressed old man toting a shotgun answered the door. Well, 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 what do we have here? Looks like three men stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Looking for some help, am I right? Well, as a matter of fact, that is right. Probably hoping I got some hot dinner and a place to sleep, too, am I right?
4: Well, we were kind of hoping to partake of your hospitality. Yeah, probably hoping I got some luscious stuff you can try to take advantage of, too. Ooh,
2: right? ooh, how big are Hooters over there? <laughs> <laughs> have big old over there? Ooh,
4: I like the globules of there. The old farmer opened
2: the door and invited the three in, yet he never lowered his shotgun. He laid plates of beans before the three and explained the house rules. You fellas can share the upstairs guest room and use the facilities all you like. But if I catch any of you scallywags in my daughter's bedroom, I'll blow your heads green off! <laughs> oh. Understand? The men shook their heads eagerly, gulped their dinners, and headed immediately upstairs to bed. Well, about a half hour later, Floyd popped up on one elbow and said,
4: uh, Did you get a look at the?" gnarly babe this guy's got for a daughter. I tell
2: you, this chick's shred. Now oh, don't man. you go getting any crazy ideas, Floyd. Mm. We got to keep our distance. Screw that noise, Father And <laughs> I'm going
4: to get me some poontag.
2: <laughs> Ooh, some poontag. Oh, a poontag. <laughs> and with a splash of brute from his overnight case, Floyd was off for his romantic rendezvous with the farmer's daughter. Well, about a half an hour later, Floyd had wrapped things up and was tiptoeing his way back to the guest room when darn the lucky hit a squeaky floorboard. What? What the hell was that? It better not be any of us. you three stooges messing around with my daughter. Who's up there? And quick thinking Floyd froze in his tracks. <laughs> but yelled back. Oh <laughs> Meow. <laughs> meow. <laughs> oh, it's <a> meow. <laughs> <laughs> meow. Oh, it's just a cat. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> <laughs> It fooled oh, the old farmer downstairs, crazy. and Floyd returned to his friends with tales of his romantic conquest. Oh, and lips. Oh, what a knobber. Ooh, that <laughs> chick had sucked the chrome off a trailer. <laughs> Why I haven't been gobbled up like that? Since I, I spiked Aunt B's Metamucil with white
4: lightning. Oh, <laughs> oh
2: yes. <I'm>, oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, well, the temptation was too great, so Gomer snuck out to get him some, too. About a half an hour later, he too, while sneaking back to the room, hit that same squeaky floorboard. What? What's that? I got my shotgun right here. Who's that up there? My <laughs> <laughs> coma remembered Floyd's trick. And remaining very still, he yelled out uh, um, Meow. Uh, it's just the cat again. Man, <laughs> yeah, woke me up out of like that great dead baby dream. Let's oh. see where was I now. <laughs> 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 Once again, the ruse had worked, and Gomer returned to his friends in the guest room. Mallow well, Barney was starting to feel left out, so he pulled up his jammies at the waistband and announced his intentions to seek carnal knowledge with the comely farmer's daughter. Yeah, I'm going to take Matt Philly the new eye for passion, boys. A little game of find the bullet with Deputy Barney Fife. Fife snuck off to the farmer's daughter and within 45 seconds was on his way back. But <laughs> as fate would have it, what do you think he did? Oh, he probably found that squeaky boy. He did. Yeah. Oh, no. But what the hell? Who is that up there? And Fife, remembering the trick that Floyd and Gomer had used before him, froze in his tracks and yelled down. Yeah. Stupid cat booked me up again. (laughs) Farmer's daughter probably grabbed the shotgun and shot herself.
6: (laughs) Oh, you just nip it.
2: Farmer's daughter probably thought the third
5: trip was the cat.
2: I would imagine... Most folks know that I was stuck with the radio name of Kramer the Music Maker and you heard about the idiot that I had to work with there for Mm -hmm, six months. mm -hmm. I think most people agree that that's the most painful thing that could happen to a great guy like me. And I would agree with you. (laughs) Chainsaw claims that this review of his short-lived but illustrious career on the air in San Francisco is even more painful. So let's all buck up and Listen to this sad tale. I have it right here, but a little background. I'm Working in Fresno on a morning show with a cocaine addict who showed up about once a week. <laughs> and I said, you know, it might be a career move to get out of
7: here. <laughs> that so might
2: have been wise. I said all my best bits up to San Francisco. KFOG is the name of the place. It's a big radio station. It's great. Oh, it's legendary. They thought it was a brilliant ten minutes. Huh? which, of course, is all I had in my complete <laughs> library of material. But they figured, hey, if he can do ten minutes, imagine what he's like for four hours a morning every single day. It'll be great. Cookie, you ever been a disc jockey? Well, no. We'll teach you. Uh, what kind of money? Same as you were in Fresno. I said, okay, I'm stupid. <laughs> Will I have a partner? No, you'll do it by yourself. Oh. You'll record all the comedy bits the day before and then go on the air and be a disc jockey, something you've never done before. It'll be great. It'll be great. So I'm I pack up. This. 1984. Oh. I pack my new wife and
4: brand new son into our Dodge Caravan and drive up to Mill Valley.
2: Pay first and last month's rent plus a $1,000 deposit. Oh. And the first day uh, I get there, I sign a little thing. Hey, if you don't last a month, you get to pay back all the moving expenses oh. we oh. gave you. Oh. Okay, sure. I'm stupid. I'll sign oh. that too. <sighs> it hurts already more than Kramer oh, the Music Writer, right doesn't it? You're right. First day in, I get the hotline. Cookie, could you play the records at the right speed, please? <laughs> I'd never been a disc jockey. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a half hour in, and I realize this is death. What am I doing? Cookie, uh, could you... Stop by the office. <laughs> stop by the
3: office. Yeah. Before
2: you stop by the office, all the other DJs are beating the union in the conference room right now. Could you... Gosh, we don't have anybody else. Could you just roll uh, Abbey Road side one? Don't say anything between records. Let it track. Play this little jingle sweeper in between. That'll give you enough time to flip the record over and play the second half. And by that time, the meeting will be done, so you'll be able to come in and meet with us in the office. I said, okay, I'm stupid. So that gets done, and I walk by the conference room. Everyone's in there, all the DJs. The overnight guys are in ties and suits, so briefcase lawyers and everything basically what they did is they they all banded together to join the union so that they could force my ouster and get their old guy back (laughs) cookie it's just not working
3: out we're gonna have
2: to let you go and oh by the way uh you've only been here two weeks so you're gonna have to pay us all back that moving expenses thing And so I was on the phone to Fresno to get my old job back for a cut and pay, so that worked out. (laughs) First and last month's rent, we moved back to Fresno, of course, child, baby, lose the $1,000 deposit, and our mover did the bright thing in the rental house in Mill Valley. He he brought with him the refrigerator owned by the landlord back to Fresno, so I had to pay to have that moved back. Three weeks later, I'm back in Fresno. All the furniture's backed into the house and everything. What just happened the last three weeks? Was that a Twilight Zone episode or what happened? Lost time. So then a friend of mine from the Bay Area, of course, all my family were there, cousins and so forth, wishing me luck, of course, sent me this from the San Francisco Examiner. Thought it'd cheer me up, I
7: guess.
2: (laughs) Just exactly what is going on over at KFOG these days. Morning man Lee Baby Sims, who used to be at KCBQ in the 60s, ousted in a bitter dispute earlier this month, was reinstated this week, reportedly after he filed a grievance with the union, a union. Sources tell me that KFOG owners either didn't know about or didn't want to acknowledge. Not that Sims' earlier dismissal was a great loss from a critical point of view, but his brief replacement, Cookie Randolph, was hustled in from Fresno and hustled right out again.
7: (laughs) Just as fast. Uh Uh-huh.
2: Dash. He even had to give K. Fog back his moving expenses. (laughs) Exclamation point. (laughs) Dash. (laughs) They printed it. Yes. Was even worse. (laughs) Period.
4: Quote. He was an
2: embarrassment to the radio station. Unquote. Said one K. Fog B. J. Oh, they ratted you out, Randolph. Back to Fresno with his tail between his legs. (laughs) How do I save uh, (laughs) this particular review on those days when I, oh, get (laughs) cocky? Keeps you humble. Oh, man. You can keep your Kramer the Music Maker. In fact, (laughs) I'd rather have had that. You just kicked my ass, man. Hey, that which does not destroy you makes you stronger. Oh, my. Uh,
5: Hello,
6: KGB. Hello. Mm. Hi,
3: hello, this is your Ed Edmund. <laughs> from North Beach Village up in North County. Hi. Hi, how are you? are you? I'm fine. What's
2: happening?
3: I'll never forget the dildo I gave
2: oh, my God. mother. Oh, God. Will you quit talking about my mother?
3: When your father went into the service,
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> and my oh my, your mother got my money's worth on that thing. In fact, it was the plug-in kind, don't of.
2: oh.
3: And one hot summer night. She caused the great Illinois power
2: outage of 1957, lasted 10 days, don't you know?
7: (laughs) Because
3: of the power outage, instead of watching television, hundreds of thousands of young married couples throughout Illinois made whoopee during the power outage, and Mm -hmm. an estimated 10,000 babies were born nine months later, all thanks to your mother's dildo.
2: (laughs) Then she had, after that,
3: she was afraid to
2: plug it in, so she... Really? She was a very clever girl, your mother. She had a
3: fleet of gerbils powered by spin wheels, but when your father, Reese, got home, suddenly those gerbils started to mysteriously disappear. (laughs) Oh, your mother tried everything after that. Steam power, gasoline-powered generators. She was insatiable,
2: David. I mean, we were worried. We finally intervened, and got her some psychological help when she started taking skydiving lessons and rented that plane to fly over the Washington Monument.
7: (laughs) Send your matter
2: was quite a piece of work before she invented the demure Mother Teresa masquerade. I've had about as much as I am going to take <laughs> of your lies and your insanity, old woman. I just thought I'd share my little dildo story about your while you were on the subject. all right, dear. Thank you, honey. i the girls. How <laughs> well are okay, honey? Girls. Thanks Bye-bye. for your call. Get Get out! Hit me again, Ike, and put some stank on it. There is nothing wrong with your radio. Do not attempt to change the station. We are controlling the transmission, Dave, Shelley, Chainsaw. We control the content. Hit it, the humanity, Dave, Shelley, Chainsaw. He's got listening to this garbage. It's like pizza, even if it's bad, it's still pretty good. It tastes good, <laughs> dinner, 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 We dinner. control the content. Ladies and gentlemen, your hands together. The the lighting. Dave Shelley <laughs> and the King Saw. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank
4: you, Jesus. My God, what's going on here? <laughs>
2: Come on, Grandpa, I'll laugh it up. What are you, doing? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: What? Nothing but double-talking liars. What? You've got to stop. Let's keep What? These guys think they are.
2: <laughs> you know damn well who. Dave Shelley and Chainsaw. What if I just kick your ass? Ass is good. What? How you not think y'all got here. If it wasn't for ass, you wouldn't be here. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Dave Shelley and Chainsaw. We, we control the content. Shut your
7: big mouth.
2: It's our show. Come on, squeam. Stop, you guys. We can do anything we want because this is worth the risk. Dave, Shelley, and Shinksaw. Mornings. These cats are shakier than Catherine Hepburn's head in a helicopter. 101 KGB. Uh, Who is this, please?
8: This is the babysitter.
2: Babysitter, good morning. Uh, Good morning. My name is uh, Aragua. I'm calling from the Public Utilities uh, uh, Commission, downtown Division 101 of the K, Uh, subdivision GB. We have a uh, situation with the the El Nino rains. I'm sure you're aware how hard it's been raining. The public utilities have become uh, critically soaked. Okay, so... And, uh, unfortunately, we do not have enough manpower to go around and uh, physically dry the telephone lines, so we're asking our customers uh, there in El Cajon to help us dry the phone lines this morning. To, to do what? We have a reading right now here in your neighborhood of uh, 316.8, which I'm sure you can appreciate is dangerously high. Uh-huh.
7: Um,
2: so if you could help us dry the phone lines, you'd be doing us a great service. Yeah, all you have to do is is to blow down the phone line like that. Now, is this a joke? No, it's to help. If if the lines get much more soaked than this, we're going to lose our service out there. And then we have to dig up all the lines, and people are going to be without service for quite some time. It's quite critical, I assure you.
3: So how do you blow on the phone line?
2: You just go like that. Right now? Yes, I'm ready whenever you are. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 It's going to have to be much harder than that. That hardly even made a dent on the meter.
3: Is that good enough?
2: Well, that did a little something. but we Is, is
3: that a joke?
2: We need a little bit something. Where it's coming. I'm
3: sorry, but this is a joke. I'm not going to sit there and...
2: Well, you already did.
3: Is this a joke?
2: I assure you that soaked utilities are no laughing matter. Well, I
3: understand that, but mm-hmm. a blowing in a phone isn't going to help a phone line.
2: Well, according to my meters, it is helping.
3: Well, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to sit here
2: and do this. Well, I'm going to have to mark that down on your records.
3: Well, you go ahead.
2: Well, it's going to affect your phone bill. Uh, I don't care. Blow, damn you now! (laughs) You will blow! I'm not going to do this. You will blow right now. I'm sorry. Blow! This is a joke! It's no joke! You will (laughs) blow the (laughs) line joke! Blow! I command
3: you you to blow! I'm not going to do this.
2: You know, the president would be so disappointed in Well, you.
3: that's too bad. I
2: didn't mm-hmm. vote for him anyway. <laughs> well, that's going on in your phone record. Well. I don't care. Yeah, well, have a nice day.
3: Okay, you too. Yeah, whatever. Blah. Well, whatever.
2: We've been checking our measuring instruments here, and we have a dangerous soaking of the phone lines there right now. You're at a 1315.6. That is critically high, as you know. Uh-huh. All we need for you to do is to, like that, blow... Through the telephone.
3: You're kidding, right? No, ma'am. You're kidding.
2: No, ma'am. That we have measuring equipment on this end of the line, which will tell us if uh, the drying is occurring. Like that? Well, that that's. Uh, hang on, now. It takes a second for the. Okay, that did something. Can you give 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 me another one, please? You're kidding, right? No, ma'am. It 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 did make a nudge, but I think we can do a little bit better than that. hello hello did you did you blow down yes, the line I, Yes, I did. Do you have a hair dryer, Yes, could you get the hair dryer for me, please? Yes, can you hold on? Yes, I'll hold on. oh my God <laughs> Here we go. hello yes, hello,
3: yes. are we all set. Okay,
2: what do you need? I just uh, Now, if you could turn that on, you don't need to put it on full blast. You just turn it down and aim it at the phone for like a good five seconds, and I'm going to watch the devices here to see if it's drying it out, okay? Okay. I'm ready when you are. Okay. Nice. All right, then. Thank you. Yeah, that made a significant difference. Was that on full blast? No. Hmm. Why don't you try it on full blast just for a couple more seconds? That should do it.
3: How does this work with the phone line?
2: I know it's tricky, but you made a significant difference on the lines. Go ahead. I'm ready. I'm ready. Boy, we overdid it there. We overdid it there. We've got them too dry. Can you sprinkle some water down the line for me? Hello?
7: (laughs) 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 Have you got
5: any dippity (laughs) do? Personal
4: anecdote during the game.
5: Took
2: a quick shower right around game time yesterday. Uh Uh-oh, no problem, because. My shower is configured in such a way that if I look into the mirror over the sink with the door open, it bounces off the mirror onto the sliding closet in the regular room yeah. and right onto the TV. Wow! And because it's two mirrors, it's not backwards. So yeah. righties are righties, lefties are lefties. <laughs> Watching the game through the shower. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I see Kilvio ground out. I see Finley walk. I see Cammy fly out. Jump out of the shower, towel off, throw on some shorts, my wife strolls in, approaches, whispers something suggestive Uh-oh. in my ear. Uh oh. Damn it. True story. Oh yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Our lips yeah. collide. Oh. And she catches me watching Joyner doubling the line. Oh hey, you blew it. You were about to get oh.
3: some. But I say, honey, you're a closed eyed kisser. Out of the
2: Besides, Wally just doubled Finley home. <laughs> I feel corner. around the bullpen. <laughs> hey, After, hey, are you paying attention to me? <laughs> After 16 years of marriage, she looked at me and said. I thought you were different. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Then walks out. Moment gone. Then me hit a homer and all was right with the world. That's okay. True story. Oh my. And I bet you ended up having sex anyway, even though she wasn't there. Yeah. Got <laughs> myself. Yeah, nailed me. <laughs> Gomez now just 58 homers shy uh-huh. of passing merit. The scene is a discreet yet pricey and swanky La Jolla menswear store. It's a quiet afternoon when a customer enters, accompanied by his son. At first glance, Maurice, the clerk, notices the customer and greets him pleasantly. Good afternoon, sir, and welcome to a discreet yet pricey and swanky La Jolla menswear store. <laughs> He then returns to neatly arranging the men's underwear rack. When he pulls a mean double take. Great Jesus in heaven, save us! The clerk muttered quietly to himself. <laughs> you see, <laughs> put this delicately. The boy with the customer head. It's well. It's difficult to put without being impolite. But uh, suffice it to say, the child had a had a head which was maybe all. Slightly larger than yours or mine. Slightly larger? Yeah. Ha! That kid could shave an X into his head and rent himself out life, life. Well, all right. It's a mm-hmm. skosh large, but yeah. nothing that should cause alarm. Meanwhile, the boy's father seemed intent on purchasing a new suit. Ah,
3: well, this Hermione number looks nice. I think I'll try it on. How's that sound? Fathead!
2: Exclaimed the father, giving his son a hearty jab at the back of his enormous skull. <laughs> Uh, With a baseball bat. The clerk was alarmed. And then the customer made his way over to the pie section, and so Maurice scurried over to assist. I say, excellent choice, sir, and all of our Armani suits are on special. Two percent off today. Ooh, two percent. Wow, maybe I should get two. What do you think? Fat head? Snarled the father, landing another jab at the back of his head. <laughs> I <say>. <laughs> well, <laughs> That is Quick. May, may I suggest a tie for your new suit, sir? Oh, sure. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, I like this one. Ooh, that color should really will pull out this subtle green undertone. Oh, yes. Keen eyes. Ooh, ooh, and I like that paisley over there. Mm-hmm. Gee, I don't know It's Such a tough... Point, said the father, turning to his son. Hey, hey, which one do you like, Fathead? <laughs> <laughs> well, Maurice the clerk was quite uncomfortable now, and at the risk of insulting the customer and chasing away a sale, he spoke up. I see, sir. I, I
3: must apologize for my forthright boldness, but I must protest your cruel remarks to this Fathead a good boy.
2: You such cool the directness of the court seemed to catch the customer off guard as he stood silent for a moment or two, blinking, then suddenly burst into tears. <laughs> 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 there, 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 huh? there, there
3: now, sir, please,
7: please,
2: uh, here then. Sit down and, and tell me what's troubling you. And Maurice fixed the customer a cup of hot tea, sat him down for a good old heart to heart. Well, you see, it's like this. Not too long ago, I had it all going for me. I had a great job, a really good career. I was making big dough and getting invited to all those great parties. And then I met my wife. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. Oh, she's just gorgeous. Yeah. Blonde hair. blue yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. Nice, muscular legs. Yes, yes, and the hooters. <laughs> oh, they were perky, Maurice. Real pointers. <laughs> oh, hell. Oh, Maurice, when we made love, the heavens rejoiced and the angels wept. I do believe out a single detail. Oh, <laughs> you see, Maurice... I've never been with a woman like my wife. Oh, when we made love, it brought me to tears. Oh, so beautiful. Even after we got pregnant, it seemed as though we grew
3: even closer to each other. With each passionate night of romance, our bodies melted into one cataclysmic, rhythmic rushing of the senses.
2: God, I'm feeling losing. <laughs> <laughs> Right up until the day she went into the hospital for delivery. Oh, I tell you, she was the most incredible lover. With the most fantastic
3: and sensual party I'd ever had. Oh, we fit each other perfectly. Just like, like a custom-tailored
2: suit. <laughs> Indeed, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh,
7: That is... A little
2: Oh my goodness. God. What an amazing oh. Academy Award winning yeah. performance yeah. from Boyer. Oh, oh, man. Man. Oh. Uh, oh, God! that was in a sorority house. Why is that? Well, because you know my sister in law is in town, and a friend of hers is in town, and my wife said so I'm living with three women right now. Uh, Mrs. Shooty, by the way, is made it to town. Yeah, I heard oh, that. Right. You'd yeah. think he'd be less, you know, cranky and know. agitated, but well, no. pent up. Evidently they can't do anything because there's so many broads in the house. Not Rods. the people do it, around. Doing it with the broads. Oh, Have you yeah. had a chance, Shooty, to get to know your wife again? We haven't really. We just haven't had the opportunity. You may now. make a phone call. You may set it up for no, you. No, Don't please, you so. it. I Give think me your that's number. A good idea. She won't answer. I'm afraid of Mr. Shooty. I just assume not make any phone calls over well, there. She's, she's a, bigger, a thug thug than than thug yeah. bigger thug than he is. Bigger thug than he is. You're right. She taught Shooty all his thugginess. That's right. Yeah. Hello, KGB. Shut up. Oh, Mr. Shudi. <laughs> yeah. What
6: do you want? What's your name?
2: Uh, cookie. Oh, that's cute. Okay, that's nice. Well, Mr. Shooty, have you and. Uh, you
3: Yeah.
2: Have, have you and Shooty consummated, re consummated? What business is
3: it of yours? we working
2: on a sport. Shut of
6: up! <laughs> <laughs> well, let's yeah. talk to my husband. hot right, I would to call it a to you,
7: asshole. Shooty, your wife's
2: on the phone, huh? Hey! Yeah. Shut up! <laughs> yeah, Sorry.
7: Me
2: now <laughs> <laughs> Judy told me he wasn't sure about you and I meeting because you were you didn't know any lesbian people. That was the exact quote was exactly true, and he wasn't sure you were going to go for it. Like, maybe you're not just afraid you're going to hit on her like you did everybody else. No. You look
6: twice at me and I'll kick your ass. I don't want any of you red bulls (laughs) touching
7: (laughs) me. All right? You understand? I promise. (laughs) Any you homo right touch me. And
2: I'll kill you. Lighten up, Mrs. (laughs) Shooty. Come on. Shut up, <laughs> I go shooty? That's your name. The name is Nick. Oh, that was Nicky. Oh, it's it, it, Nick. It's Nicky. Shooty. You oh, hold shut oh, off. None of me. I <laughs> kicked your ass before.
6: i do it again, I know. I,
3: I know. Just have a little dinner to welcome that's her to town. A, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, like, I don't know
6: what you don't want to eat. You yeah. oh. hey. oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Mrs. Schutte, we all want poor all little... All I want to hear from yeah. you yeah. is who's
6: the president bangin'. Right? <laughs> That's
7: that. Show well,
2: Nobody right now, so I have to turn really? my attention to other people. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only smart one there is Boyer. Knows
2: to keep his hole shut. <laughs> yes, yeah, <so> I'm not <laughs> going <laughs> to... The crowd is going wild
7: with anticipation as Trevor Hoffman goes for save number 42. Oh, it's
2: good, <laughs> What an historic day, like when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's home run record. Or Cal Ripken breaking a little Derrick record. Oh, David, David, make a damage to your record, Juggies. Look at that? So Trevor Hoffman will begin the night with a 4-3 lead against Moises Alou, who he struck out Friday to save number 40. So here's the very first pitch to Alou. Son
7: of a bitch! <laughs> oh, that ball is gone! <laughs> Alou just <laughs> home and
4: home and home. You <laughs> see,
5: Kevin Brown will not get
2: the win. Bitch! Oh. Go to the big chicken! Hello? Yes, good morning. I'm looking for uh, Miss Creed, please. This okay, is... Good uh, morning. Jessica? Yes. Hi. Uh, my name is Aragua. Nick Aragua. I'm calling from uh, United Airlines. Hi. How are you this morning? I'm
1: doing great. I <laughs> uh,
2: hope I'm not calling too early for you.
1: No, it's a great wake up call. <laughs> uh,
2: I know you probably weren't expecting a phone call since we told everybody it was going to be uh, several weeks before they'd hear back from us.
1: Yeah, pack it in the mail.
2: I need to go through a, a couple of situations with you if I can. Okay. Uh, you know you're going to be fully trained and i uh, just like to ask you a couple questions to see how you would handle certain situations.
1: Okay. What I'm
2: kind of doing, if you'll bear with me, is I'm giving you a kind of a pop quiz. Okay. Okay, a flight attendant pop quiz, if you will. Okay. Uh, to see. see how you'll handle these things, okay? Okay. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Let's just play the devil's advocate. I'll be that customer. Okay. Who's had too much to drink. And let's see if you can uh, handle me without uh, having to be too critical, okay?
1: Okay, I'm spilling up to you. Um. will another whiskey, please. Sir, um, would you like something other than alcohol to drink? You got some something? vodka? No sir, unfortunately we're unable to serve any more alcohol at this point. What do
2: you mean? I see all the the booze on the rack there. I see the little yes, the little teeny There's bottles you got there. The little Excuse the little me, teeny sir, bottles you that you charge like please? ten bucks for. Sir, can you just give me, give me a drink? Me
1: I'm gonna have to ask you to keep it down. We can't serve you any more alcohol. Hey,
2: look, we all know you're just a waitress on a flying bus. Sir, can I bring you some coffee? Would you like
1: some coffee, please?
2: You got a nice rack.
1: Sir, that's unacceptable. I'm going to have to ask you to just calm down. We cannot serve. How big are those
2: babies house. anyway, huh?
1: I'm sorry, sir. Please let me get you some. How do you
2: fit into a dress like that? I mean, uh... Sir, can
1: that you... That dress just, is please? like a
2: couple two sizes for a fat ass like you, huh? How about okay. a drink?
1: Can you just keep it down? Why don't you
2: get out of the way? I'm going to climb up on the rack here and take a big old crap on the service rack. How about that?
1: Sir, please, you're going to have to sit down and restrain Ah! down. We're all
7: going to die!
1: Oh. oh, we're all going to die! Sir, no, please. Save, save me! We're going to be okay. Oh, God, we're save me! Here's a paper bag. Would you like to breathe into this? This will calm you down. No, I okay.
3: think I'm going to throw... <laughs> <laughs> here. here, here. Sir, I'm
1: going to go get you a towel. Let mm. me go get you a towel. I Ugh. need to get you something
2: to drink. you got a nice rack. Sir,
1: so let me get you some some coffee, and I'm going to go get a towel to clean this up, okay? Coffee.
3: Oh, it's coming back! It's coming back! Yes, sir, We'll, Blah. Okay, Blah. Sir. Blah. we'll
1: okay, sir. Blah! Can I take you to the bathroom? Please oh, you better.
2: I feel the diarrhea coming now. Better uh-huh. get me there quick. On, oh, oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no.
1: Sitting, we're in the back of the room. um I'm trying to calm him down. Um I'm washing him down, I'm cleaning him up. I'm holding his arm. I'm trying to make him feel better.
2: Hey this toilet doesn't flush.
1: I hear your buddies in the background laughing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: your uh, wedding horror stories, this is all inspired by Shelly's uh, news about the Greek wedding. It's tragic. night before the wedding, bride walks in to her hotel room and finds her husband in her wedding dress, and he was making out with the best man. Problem? Don't. Don't. Here's Marty next. How are you, Marty? Hey, how you doing, Dave? Talk to me. Coach. Well, I got married here in August, and it was quite hot. We had a reception at my uh, mother's house. And my father-in-law, need to say, had been drinking all morning. Got a little hammered when his little girl got married. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we were getting ready to cut the cake. He was standing nearby, and uh, somebody asked my
4: wife to describe what was in the cake.
2: Mm-hmm. And as she was describing it, I heard this... Oh, no. Oh, no.
4: I turn around, I see his eyes roll back in his head.
2: All of a sudden... All over the cake. Oh, and you know what made it worse? What? Then he cut a piece and smashed it in his wife's face. Yeah. yeah. Inappropriate. All over the cake?
3: All over the cake. He honked on the cake? Oh, yeah, all over it. <laughs> all over the little people standing on top, you know? Being like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, big
2: time. Oh. He honked on the little people on top of the cake?
3: Yeah, you know what
2: I would have done at that point? I would have gone right to the bar, yeah. gotten one of those drinks that has a little umbrella on it, and put it in the little groom's hand. <laughs> Did the bride save it and the free
3: <laughs>
2: oh, oh. That's a peach, Marty. that's uh, a peach, all right. I'm gonna put yeah. you at the head of the list. All right, thanks. All right, let's take one more here before we break. Mm. Hello.
7: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, David. I don't speak English.
3: David. <laughs> Hello. This is your aunt, Edna calling from Lawrence Wellth Village up in North County. How are you, honey?
2: It doesn't.
6: Uh,
2: Well, this better not be about my mom and dad.
3: I'm so surprised to hear that your father objected to your brother and sister shacking up before they got married. I mean, I can see the insect problem, but the idea that your father was (laughs) a To a couple cohabitating before
2: marriage is quite a contrast to the lifestyle that he and your mother led before they were married. Do you even know really? my mom and dad? the parents were
3: shocked <laughs> up for two years before they knew oh, each other's oh, name. Oh they no! Hot and heavy, oh, my goodness. Your father used to say that your mother was so eager. When she sat on his hand, it was like a horse eating an apple.
7: Right, oh! <laughs> <laughs>
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> and their wedding. Get your face closer. And their wedding. Yeah, yeah, where's the wedding? <laughs> oh, no. Well, first of all, just as your parents were exchanging their vows, your older brother started crowning. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> which delayed every <everything> day you were
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Edna, you had such a husky laugh <laughs> But I <afterwards, laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: such a wonderful time at the combination reception brunch, Yeah. It's <laughs> a ceremony. Your mother threw out the bouquet, your father threw the garter, and the moil threw your brother's leftover. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> your Uncle Chester caught it. We have it on the mantle.
2: You have to, uh, have to go. I certainly do. You have to go.
7: <laughs>
5: let's it. go. But I, go. All I love
2: your program. <laughs> I love your program. No, you don't. bye Let's go. All right, let's go right to Larry. Yes, sir. Larry, how old's Grandma? Grandma's 97. Yes. And she's a stud. Born in 1900. <laughs> in the Santa Barbara Mission. Ah, damn it. Blue <laughs> doors and a covered wagon. Why damn it. That gonna damn it. Damn it. Why did I get a damn it? <laughs> Everybody gets a damn it. And this summer for '98, we're going uh, skydiving. Cool. Oh. All right, let's see if we can get it to bark. Damn
4: it. Hello? Joe. Yeah.
2: Hey, is Grandma Hawkins there?
4: Yeah, she's in bed, though. Get her up. All right. Get her up. I just need to talk to her for a second. It's nothing urgent, but... Uh... Get her up. Okay, just a minute. I'll get her. Okay. and a boy. I don't want to He's moving kind of slow. <laughs> At
2: the junction. Well, <laughs> he, he doesn't have his
4: clover or a butt in him yet. Since they closed down
2: the sawmill, he doesn't do much, but uh, have a few cocktails. That sounds fine to me. <laughs> sounds fine to me. I wish they would close this dump down so I could just sit <laughs> really? over <home> and drink <laughs> <Yeah>. all day. <laughs> Is she cranky first thing in the morning? No, no. Nope. Cantankerous. Yeah. She stays up, she watches Johnny Carson every night or Jay Leno. on oh, she? <laughs> she does like ironing, perhaps. Oh, if you were now. 97, you'd be watching Johnny sure, Carson. Sure, exactly. Too. His chin is growing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He's not going to be hungover. Well, no. Grandma Hoskins? Yes. Hi, this is Larry. I'm sorry I need to wake you up, but I need you to do me a favor.
3: Okay, okay. I'll do that.
4: I need you to bark for me. Huh? I need you to bark
2: like a dog for me. Please?
3: I didn't understand that.
2: I need
5: you to bark like a dog for me.
2: Uh. Can you bark for me one time? <laughs> Come on, Grandma. Yes. I need you to bark for me.
3: Well, how's everybody down there? Good. Oh. <laughs> oh, <God.
2: laughs> Everybody's okay down here, Grandma. Connor needs to hear you bark one time. Bark like a dog.
3: Just a minute.
2: Here's Joe. No, 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 no. Get on Get the I damn phone you. Hello. Joe, I need you to have Grandma Hoskins bark for me one time on the phone, like a dog.
3: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
4: Tell her what I needed to do. Okay. Okay.
3: for one time the phone. Oh. oh. Oh, come on now. Let's we'll use the
4: barking. Come on. Believe me, I'll call you later, and I'll tell you I love you, and I'll take you out
2: to dinner next time I'm up.
3: When well, are you coming up? Uh,
2: <laughs> this summer. Never if oh, you don't yeah. bark.
3: I'm <laughs> never, oh, good.
2: I'm never coming up if you don't bark. <laughs> I need you to bark, Grandma, or else
4: I can't come up.
3: <laughs> okay.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah. It's good
3: talking to you.
4: How oh, no. Are the kids okay? Oh. Yeah, the kids are okay, but Connor's on the phone, and he wants to hear
2: you bark. Oh. Come on, bark like
3: a dog for me. I don't know how to bark. Come on, bark for me, Grandma. Hello there. It's hey, Connor. Yeah? Will you bark for me?
2: <laughs> Thank you, Grandma. <laughs> I love you, Grandma. I love
3: you, Grandma. Okay, we're glad to see you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye okay, hey, on. Grandma? Grandma? Yes? Will you bark one more time for little Connor? <laughs> Please? Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Grandpa. Somebody
2: feed that coyote. She's got her last leg.
3: That sounded like a dog. You sure did. That's a good dog. Okay. All right. I love you. I will teach you the meaning of the word respect, Grandma. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. You You too. Bye.
5: Bye bye. Now, sports fans. I've been taking some
2: teasing this morning from the rest of the Dave, Shelley and Chainsaw gang here, intimating, you no, know, flat-out accusing me of making up my prediction after the fact. Once again. What are you saying, that I was picking Utah all along? Is that, is mm-hmm. that the story? Is that the bit? Clearly. That's the gag, Cookie. Yeah. Well, as you know, I've been picking <laughs> Kentucky since before, the tournament. So if you'll indulge me for a moment, I'd like to demonstrate once again, and hopefully once and for all, Tape recorded proof of my long standing and correct prediction that Kentucky would win it all. I don't know if you remember this racket, but it was a telephone conversation. Was it? That you and I had. Last January Lit my mind <laughs> Thank you Well, you're so short on the phone You know, I, I'm not surprised <laughs> But here it is The telephone conversation Let's hear it, Well, he, he, yeah. funny <laughs> Okay, here is the phone call Last January Hello Oh, hi Beth This is Chainsaw Is Racket's there? Oh, hi Cookie Hey Where are you guys watching the Super Bowl? Ollie, Ollie, put that down. Uh, well, actually, uh, I'm hosting a, a little Super Bowl party here. Uh, we've got a full house, if that's what you're getting at.
3: Oh, oh, well, uh, um, here's Dave. Thanks.
2: <laughs> hey.
3: Hello?
2: Yeah, make it snappy. I hate talking on the phone. <laughs> so, um, well, I just wanted to let you know that I have an opportunity to go to the Olympics in Nagano next month. Oh, sounds great. Good idea. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Dave, I just want to let you know that uh, I'm picking Kentucky to win the NCAA college basketball tournament this year.
4: Oh, cool. Whatever. See you.
5: There you have it.
2: I'm doing great. How are you? Taking any time off?
4: Oh, yes. Did
2: you? Yeah. Coincidence. So did Chainsaw. Oh,
4: really? <laughs> fantastic.
2: It's uh, KGB. It's Dave Shelley and Chainsaw. It's Tinseltown Tattler Jules Heipenstein. Good morning, Jules. Well, good morning, Dave Shelley and Chainsaw. I am so glad you guys are back from vacation because last week was absolutely horrible in your absence. I hate to reemphasize what that caller said last hour, but last week without you was chokingly, yeah. completely, irrevocably
3: unlistenable. The Hindenburg of radio shows. Oh,
2: the humanity. Welcome back. Oh, the humanity. Oh, they were so gorgeous. (laughs) Another (laughs) pat on the back for Chris Oh, but Chris was good.
3: Oh, but it looks good on you, though. (laughs)
2: Jewels are more likely to get a pat on the front. Oh. Anytime, mister. Hi. Hi. Okay, I have some news. Sarah McLaughlin had to cancel out on the Lilith Fair date in Columbus, Ohio last oh. week due to a severe case of food poisoning. What's been all that bad tuna going around? No. Oh, jewel. <laughs> Sandra Bernhardt has given uh, birth to a girl. What? Yes. Doctors uh, told the comedian not to worry. There is every indication that her daughter will grow up to be a healthy, bitter, ugly lesbian.
7: Gee. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Today's edition, or tonight's, of the uh, Rosie O'Donnell Show features an all kid celebrity lineup. Oh, all kids tonight on Celebrity Lineup for Rosie. Oh, look at you. Dave. Yeah, I'd hate to be the one who has to clean off Michael Jackson's TV tonight. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, <braver>. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might throw his dinner at it, you know. Oh. 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 baby, oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah baby. Yeah. Let's see if there's anything left after that. one. In England, Prince William recently met uh, Camilla Parker Bowles. The little boy met uh,
3: Camilla Parker Bowles. He told Prince Charles,
2: but Dad, I already have a horse. <laughs> and um, Princess Diana's brother, Earl Spencer. Oh, he's so good looking. <laughs> He is still fending off criticism that the museum he opened to honor his late sister, Lady Di, is nothing more than crass commercialism. Spencer denies the accusation and says, "If you don't believe me, come see for yourselves. And while you're here, don't forget to try a delicious Princess burger and order of Di fries." Recording <laughs> 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 live from Princess I'm George Holmes. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's good to be back, isn't it? It's fantastic. You guys are gorgeous. Third Weekday Mornings, uh, over most of the same uh, Dave Schilling and uh, show, it's the Tinseltown Chandler. Jules Heibenstein, bye-bye now. I love this show. It's
5: fantastic.
2: This is the story of Carl. Carl who is not a happy man.
7: Oh, 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 woe is me.
2: Oh, Oh, if you knew Carl's troubles, you'd get down on your knees right now and thank the God to which you pray that you are not Carl. Go ahead, tell him what your trouble is, Carl. Well, I got a tapeworm. (laughs) Oh. Oh, That's right. And you remember how uncomfortable you were, Shelley, when you had a tapeworm <laughs> last never year. Died, never I <coughs> never. Oh, gee <laughs> willikers, it's no party. Fine. Yeah, I'm sure it isn't. Well, Carl had no choice but to endure the shame and humiliation of seeking the medical treatment of his personal proctologist, uh. Dr. Schminkus. <gasps> uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. You are right in coming to me, Kyle. But your diagnosis is absolutely correct. You
3: are suffering from what we call vermis and directus.
2: <laughs> gee, wait, Doc. I can't do anything to get rid of that. Aha, uh-huh,
3: you say that now, but do you really mean it? Yeah.
2: Do you have the courage and the fortitude to withstand my radical
3: procedure?
2: Yeah. Because it's not like we can just send the sheriff up to poop shoot and evict Mr. Tateworm. No. Hmm? This calls for <laughs> drastic measures. So tell me, Charles. What are you prepared to do? Anything, Doc. Anything. Just tell me, what do I gotta do? The doctor stepped back and looked long and hard at Carl, as though he still was not convinced of Carl's commitment to the treatment. All right, you'll just be here tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. sharp. And bring a hard-boiled egg. A
3: hard-boiled egg orange, a chocolate chip cookie. A
2: hard-boiled egg? And a chocolate chip cookie? But how's that going to get rid of my shit? T- Do what I say, Carl! You must have total faith in my abilities, or you are forever damned! Oh Stand the hell! Stand boom! Oh, hell! Hey, Take them up your boom chute. Carl heeded the urgent pleadings of the doctor and returned promptly the next morning as instructed with one hard-boiled egg and one chocolate chip cookie. Okay, Doc. Ready for my treatment. I right, then, Carl. Why don't you just drop your pants, turn around, and bend over the table here? Carl reluctantly followed the doctor's directions and presented his hindquarters. And oh! oh what the doctor did then is nearly unspeakable.
6: Hey! 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 Hey, what's that?
2: What? what What's (laughs) that? Relax. Hi. relax. I'm just ramming a hard-boiled egg up your backside, that's all. Come on. (laughs) And then, when the egg had disappeared from sight, the doctor took the cookie and forced that up there, too. Oh! Oh! Oh. Okay. Now what? Now you go home. Oh, and yeah. be back here tomorrow morning, same time, with another hard-boiled egg oh. and another chocolate chip cookie. But uh, I don't see how that's going to help. <laughs> so, goodbye, <Kai. laughs> So Carl left, only mm-hmm. <laughs> to return the next morning promptly at 9 mm-hmm. with yet another egg and one more cookie. Okay, okay Carl. I think you know the drill. Drop trout and bend over. Okay.
3: Here comes
2: Mr. Hardboiled. Here comes
7: the
6: rookie, Mr. Famous
2: Anus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just see much. Hello kind of a Thomas, said Carl, refastening his slacks. <laughs> but, uh, I sure wish I knew how ramming an egg and a cookie was going to get rid of my tapeworm. Your questions, please. You agree to my treatment? Now either have faith in me or see another proctologist. No, it's not like I need your business anyway. I got work coming out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Had to do that, didn't you, Doc? <laughs> and so Carl heeded the doctor's orders, and every day for a month, every day, oh. he'd bend over the table while the doctor forced one hard-boiled egg <laughs> and one chocolate chip cookie. Uh-huh. Not this real one. Now Carl was getting mighty frustrated with this treatment. He might have faith if there was some sign, some hope, some glimmer of a result. But as far as he could tell, his taper was just getting fatter and more robust with each passing day. And just when he's getting ready to quit treatment, the doctor said... Now, call. tomorrow morning, I want you to bring the hard-boiled egg, and a sledgehammer. What about the cookie? Forget the cookie. Bring me a hard-boiled egg, and a sledgehammer. Yeah, but it's sledgehammer. Goodbye, <laughs> I've been to that, Doctor. <laughs> and so, <laughs> the next day, with a month's worth of hard-boiled eggs and chocolate chip cookies invested, well, Carl decided, what the hell? So he showed up at 9 a.m. sharp with a hard-boiled egg and the sledgehammer.
3: Okay, Carl, let's assume uh, the position,
2: please. Carl removed his trousers and bent over the table. Nothing. here we go with Mr. Egg. <laughs> 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 this be a soft boil, but we got some trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one slide just... <laughs> in by now. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now Carl hadn't grown accustomed to his chocolate chip cookie chaser. <laughs> yeah. So he asked. Now <laughs> what? Now, said the doctor, hefting the sledgehammer.
3: Now be made.
2: And they waited. <laughs> <laughs> And then all of a sudden, the tapeworm popped out and demanded, Hey! Where's my cookie? Ah! Got him!
7: Oh.
5: oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> this is stupid. This
4: thing is sucks today. I mean, contraceptives. Who's doing the research? Is the condom the best thing they can do for a guy today? I mean, can you feel anything with a condom
2: on? The pain. You could, yeah. <laughs> The pain when it comes off. Yeah, yeah. you could slam the tip of my penis in a car door. <laughs> well. The hinge part in Buffalo in February, and I wouldn't feel a thing. Uh. <laughs> the same material they make bulletproof vests out of. If John F. Kennedy had a rubber in his head in Dallas, he's still be alive today. <laughs> I have a French my. <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's a good look.
2: And the diaphragm is a real spontaneous device. She loves to have sex. She has to get up and get like 12 tubes of epoxy, 300 popsicle sticks. <laughs> right. Comes out of the bathroom, six hours later, she's made a ship in a bottle. You know?
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it
4: breaks the mood when you're trying you're to have right. sex. It's like changing a tire. I'm trying to get these leg nuts off. They're still moist. oh my to...
5: KGB. Yeah, let me talk to Chainsaw over there. <laughs> oh, hey, Lee
2: Harvey Oswald. How are you guys well, talking about us? Yeah. We yeah. finished up a box of donuts. Oh, oh, wow. How's the party doing today? Pretty good. Yeah. Marilyn's asleep already. Yeah. She was constipated, took a pill, then she fell right asleep. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, no. You're 60 years old, Marilyn. So me and Jack just hanging day. out here enjoying some donuts. So what's going on down there? Are you guys uh, talking about me and Jack. Want to call up and uh, tell you a joke. Well, we were hoping that uh, between the three of you, you might have some good humor for us on some of the jokes. Are I don't know anything. I don't remember jokes.
3: People tell me the jokes. They go puff in yeah. one, puff
2: out the um, other. I don't remember them. Nothing. I mean, like huh? ah. Kind of like an exit wound, huh? Kind of like an exit wound. What about the president? Is he good at the joke? Well, I don't think it's a good idea to get him to so side. Well, well he's an 81-year-old man well, Yeah, but he should be sharp as a tack. I mean, are you on a joke. See, <laughs> Mr. <Settle laughs> president, down, Mr. Flores. Just settle down. You didn't finish all your a good Kennedy gene. Don't do this. i got to live a this morning, Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> had gone out and gotten doughnuts right. for Marilyn and the president at their little hideaway apartment. Oh, my God.
3: Look.
2: Lee, put the, Lee yeah. put the president We, we need it He has too many donuts. i got to live with this guy. You <laughs> guys got 10 o'clock. You're going <laughs> home to take your yeah. fat little nap. i got to live with this guy. So he's got a sugar high going, well, put the president on We, we want to hear some jokes.
3: Oh. Oh. oh! Mr.
2: President.
3: <laughs> oh, that's real well. <laughs> How about
2: you? How are you doing? Where's Marilyn right I don't now? I got a Is she taking a nap? <laughs> What? Marilyn is in there. I should have take a clip. Oh, no. Well, she's, that suppository. From Giancana, oh. she's got that depository from Giancana she's got a deal with. People would on the toilet all the time. Oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> like her uh, soulmate Elvis. Yeah. Well, listen. Is he there, too, by the way? Elvis? Yeah. He's dead, <laughs> You stupid. <laughs> All right, you have a joke, but you have a headache. Is it a recurring headache, Mr. President? It is a headache. all the time. Yeah. Oh, that thing. Yeah. It yeah. just nicked me. I know, it nicked you. But it's amazing you survived. Uh, survived. <laughs> <laughs> a
3: course.
2: What? But I'm adorable, right. right? We know. We can
3: tell. All right,
2: I have a joke. That joke. It was a history class. Yeah. And these kids... We're,
7: uh... studying history? Yeah, you heard it. <laughs> Not yet. You heard it.
2: Not yet, keep going. You're uh, my show. Keep going. Keep going. I won't tell it. Go on, keep going. There's a little kid. Hey, little kid? And he sits in the back, and his name is Johnny or something like that, all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the teacher... <laughs> It's cracking me up already, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, um, you know, if anybody gets the quiz right, you get to go home early. Right. You get the quiz right, you get to go home early, go get to Go home the back. early. Right. right. Famous quote. So, uh, the
7: um, teacher said, here's the first quote. Right. And the first quote is, four, quarter. <laughs>
2: Uh-huh. Uh And uh, little Johnny huh. very smart. Right. Very smart boy. Uh-huh. Raises the
3: hand and he's gonna give the answer. Oh I know that one.
7: Yeah.
3: Right. But before he could give the answer out, little uh, Mary or
7: uh-huh. something
2: says Oh, I know that one. That is <laughs> <laughs> Nixon Nixon. Says,
3: no, no, no. Hey, Abraham Lincoln. I want
2: that one. It's got sprinkles on it. Don't
3: come back. Fighting
2: over the donuts. Just give him the donut,
3: Lee, and get him on with a joke. I didn't have a sprinkled donut all day. Well, just let him have the <laughs> I donut. Didn't have well, a have it's
2: a... a bit of <laughs> a joke. You go to the show. Come on. You only want to go drive. Go back and get some more. You know, you'll have these sprinkled donuts, and you're gonna be like climbing the walls all
7: day. <laughs> I won't.
2: You will. He's normal. You like the <laughs> Jimmy? So then, right? Nate, you said, "Oh yeah, I got two more." Two more. Famous quotation. I think. I don't really remember so good ever since that. <laughs> well, let's go with this. Right. <laughs> oh, hurting right oh, now. Oh no.
3: So, oh, no. <gasps> well, sir, the quote.
7: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and said,
2: uh. That's not what your country can do right. <laughs> so Donnie, bag, you. Right. Oh, Donnie, in the back, oh, I know who that one is. Nah. That was me. So I did it was me, <laughs> so I, it was me right. but this I am not say it it me. Right. 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 The guy Donnie with the head of yeah. That was Teddy Kennedy. Teddy Kennedy. Kennedy, Kennedy? I'm one of them. I don't rule. John, Cheryl. That's me. Right. right. I'm normal, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, he says, Raising his hand, oh, I know that one. And then, and then, and then, and then was a little den of her, right. right, in the
3: front, stands up and yells, that's your archer. And she's like, no, it was Kennedy. Right.
2: And so, Johnny's really dead. Uh- because he wants to go home early. Right. All the girls are answering all the questions. Early, he gets mad. Right. He found his fish on the bed. Yeah. And he says, Guys, I wish these fishes would keep their mouths shut. Well, he sent it out. Wow. Oh, no, no, no. And the teacher says, All right, you said that. And Johnny said, Bill Clinton! <laughs> <laughs> Hi! Go, oh, I
7: still got, God. got
2: it! Oh, that's beautiful. I am really, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Nap thank you for calling thank you, All right, now i going to deal with
3: this, this audition. <laughs> I
2: hope you're happy. I your yeah, I have heard that enough times in the last uh, couple of days. The old Bill Clinton show. give <laughs> him a second donut, please. only one A-plus call in Major League history, Babe Ruth's famous called shot at Wrigley Field in the 1932 World Series, as described by yours truly, and Buck Bystep, the standard bearer by which all home run calls are compared. That's the only A-plus in the history of sports broadcast. As determined by the Hall of Fame, yeah, someday I'll take that out of the archives and demonstrate for the youngsters out there. Uh, The only A-plus home run call in Major League history, in addition to my humility, one of my greatest achievements. <laughs> <laughs> Someday he'll dig that out. Yeah. Look forward to that day, Chainsaw. You betcha. What else is going on? Well, meanwhile, uh-huh. in the national day. All right. <laughs> Babe Ruth at the plate. He's been getting an air all day from the Chicago dugout, and I think he's had just about enough. Uh, and
6: what's this? Babe Ruth is pointed his back to the center
2: field sky. <laughs> Babe Ruth is predicting a home run, Buck! Babe Ruth is telling everybody the next one is out of here! <laughs> You're right, Buck. He's not predicting a home run. Babe Ruth is pointing to the sky. Something is spelled out up there. Surrendered Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, Buck? <laughs> All right. Play resume. Neighbors, hit the home a
7: big
2: deal. So what is the record? <laughs> <laughs> <I don't understand>. Basketball <laughs> <laughs> Association. Looks like I'll have room in my wallet for that spare condom because that ten dollars I bet on the Pacers is about to create a vacancy as it relocates into Dave Rickard's wallet condominium. He has the bowls, I have the pacers, and I had a vasectomy, so the condom is just for show.
3: (laughs) I've been around a long
2: time, Dave. Got a couple of years on you?
3: I remember when the Big Dipper was just a Dixie cup. (laughs) 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 And life is different when you get older, but Chester and I are still... I don't know. Can
2: I say this on the radio? Nope. My goodness gracious. <laughs> so as, nope. No. Sex, so, yes? oh, oh, God. Sometimes. Right. Sometimes at the same time. Keep oh. it to yourself.
3: Wow. You know, my girlfriend Adele Heimlich, you know the Heimlichs from the next over. I've Rover. heard of them. Oh, she says she can always tell when Chester and I are torn off a piece, so to
7: speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: my God. <laughs> Like the pair of edible depends on the bedroom floor. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. And then, of course, yesterday. Well, yeah. sometimes late at night when chester and i are frisky we put our teeth in the same glass <laughs> oh, oh. that's
2: crazy and one day
3: after a particularly wild session adele found me handcuffed to my walker oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and you know oh we do get crazy oh yeah gosh once a month sometimes chester has our
2: craft o adjustable bed set for doggy style
3: <laughs> George, yeah. best right. Oh, we like And of
4: course, I love your program. Don't listen
2: to the program anymore. Bye <laughs> <laughs> bye,
6: David. Honey. Bye bye,
5: honey. Okay,
3: bye, Stephanie. Bye bye. bye, bye, bye. bye Hello. Hi, Mom. It's your loving son. What are you calling for so oh. early in the morning? Well, I know you don't get up early in the morning, but um, listen, uh, I want to take the day off, and I need you to cover for me. Why?
2: I told my boss you're sick.
4: I told my boss that you were sick, and I had I need to come over and take care of
2: you. Now he wants to
4: talk to you. And now now he's right here, and he wants to talk to you, okay? So, so, he wants to talk to me? Why does he want
3: to talk to me? Here he me? comes. Here he comes. Wait, here oh, he is. Wait I wait Just yet. talk to him. Here. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's this? This is Susan. Oh, Charlie's
2: mother. I'm his mother?
3: Uh-huh,
2: yeah.
3: What can I do for you?
2: Well, I just wonder how how you're feeling over there. I'm not feeling very
3: good. i got a busy day. i got a
2: lot of phone uh, orders that need to be... uh, I'm counting on Charlie here to get these phones fixed. I understand. A major load of franistats that just came in. Need those all installed. Major load of what? Franistats. Oh. Yeah.
3: Well... Are you in the telephone business?
2: No. Well, you wouldn't understand that component, then, would you? No, not at
3: all. what so seems to be the problem? Well, I, I'm not feeling very good. Yeah. Yeah I've, yeah. I've got kind of diarrhea, huh? Uh. No. Huh? Uh. I. I no. Well, I got some things wrong with. Charlie me. said you got diarrhea. Well, I have some indigestion. I That's not what Charlie medical. said.
2: Charlie said you got the spastic diarrhea. Oh
3: God. Yeah. Hang
2: on, here's Charlie. Oh. Hi, Mom. What did you tell him
3: I have diarrhea for? Well, I had to come over. with something, <laughs> and, you know, that he, you yeah, not get out of bed for. You know, <laughs> be Charles. Well, you
2: know,
3: I couldn't I I tell you
2: I had polio. come tell him I have a
3: stomach ache or I have a <laughs> headache? Wait, well, here he comes again. diarrhea. And, wait, 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 wait oh. my boss again. Here. Hold on. Oh. No. Just,
2: just do it, okay? Here he is.
3: Hello. Hello. Yep. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Spending a lot of time on the phone for an old lady with diarrhea. What can I say? Well,
2: what's he supposed to do?
3: It's diarrhea.
2: That's a one-man job.
3: No, no, no.
2: I, I got furnace out the wazoo here
3: that need to be installed. <laughs> well,
2: I, I'm. Sorry, All my people I... have to go running home to take care of their mommy with diarrhea. Mommy, how I do you think help. we would? How do you think we would have won Vietnam?
3: I have diarrhea. Whatever. Here's that. Charlie.
2: Well, what the hell does he
3: want to know about my? Come on, Mom. Just to throw me mm-hmm. off. I will. I'll try again, but yeah. he's not listening. That's because I, got, I, mean, I really need a day off. Right, hang oh, on. He wants to talk he's to not you not again. Not paying attention. Oh, well, here it he comes again, man. You, oh, you better God. talk to me. I okay? have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. hello. Hello. Yeah. I, I got to have him to fix my commode so I don't have to get out of bed and walk.
2: So what? You're going to put a toilet right next to the bed? Yes, sir. Whew. Man, that is lazy. Who is this? I'm his boss. Here's Charlie. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, Mom. Can I get the day
3: off? Well, he didn't say. It. I've been asking him, and he's avoiding the question. What did you call him? I asked him. I, I'll ask him again, okay? Okay, I'll
2: get him on the phone
3: for you one more time. Okay. Can Can you please cut the day off? Yeah. I need this help. Okay, all right. Oh, what's going on? There's There's more to this than meets the eye. Uh, I'm yeah. here in the background. There's too many people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, oh, Susan! You're
3: all a six punch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They all sound like they have diarrhea Of the mouth. We
2: do. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Susan. Oh. Uh, God bless you. Oh,
3: thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So, can I go now? Yeah. yeah. Bye,
0: bye. <laughs> Goodbye.
5: The men's downhill winner was Jean-Luc
2: Cretier from France, who was the third skier down the mountain, and then watched as the remaining 40 skiers failed to beat his time. And while he didn't win any points for good sportsmanship, he gets points for honesty, jumping and smiling and hugging his coach. Whenever another skier crashed and burned, their (laughs) Olympic dreams shattered forever. (laughs) If I may, I'd like to to make an
4: emotional farewell to the Olympics something I will call chainsaw emotional farewell <laughs> to the Olympics.
2: And this marvelous host nation I like to call the pain <laughs>
4: While Olympic organizers were learning Japanese translations to words like postpone and reschedule and...
2: Jesus Christ, it's snowing again! <laughs>
4: <laughs> the rest of us took the weather in stride, embracing the Japanese philosophy
2: so eloquently described by this proverb. In one's life there are many loves. What do you mean you forgot your gloves? stupid! Stupid! Try to get pleased, Kenny. Sportsman, what I take home from this rich Olympic experience is that setting world records or even personal bests are of no importance Aww. whatsoever so long as your opponents slip on the ice, <laughs> fall on their
4: skis, or piss off the judges. Because <laughs> after all, records are made to be broken. But a gold medal lasts forever.
2: Nagano Winter Olympic Games. I'm Cookie Chicken, oh. Randolph. Nice. Coming home.
4: Sayonara, Nagano, Japan. <laughs> yeah. I shit him. in my seat.
2: <laughs> Olympic silver medalist figure skater Michelle Kwan is signing an endorsement contract with fresh deodorant caressed soap for just under $100,000. Cheryl Lipinski, the gold medal winner, passed on the deodorant show deal because she doesn't think <laughs> as putridly <culturally laughs> as Michelle. <Bond. laughs> TV news for you tonight. Uh, the band that uh, you're going to get tickets for if you're the Cincinnati Center of the Mall, Aerosmith, will do one song on Jay Leno tonight. Uh, but if you'd rather watch Letterman, Carly Simon will be the guest. Oh, golly. That was a tough choice. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Carly Simon is great. Oh yeah. Can't get enough of that. Used to hang with Jody Mitchell all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 Can't even tell what song it is. You know that song that's the way I always
7: thought
6: it should be. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. 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 new survey in Mademoiselle Magazine shows that ladies are a little naughtier than maybe you might have thought. Twenty-eight mm-hmm. percent of the women surveyed said they have sex outdoors a whole nah. lot. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Of
2: the bun? <laughs> you can tell by the smell of the car. He was moving. That's the encore after everyone lit their matches and Carly came out and
6: did that one. <laughs> you can just say the drive on the